So tonight, we will begin the first part of a teaching on courage. And the reason we are beginning this new year, 2023, with the virtue of courage is because on December 26, 2022, the Lord gave us a message. And in one of the sentences in that message, the Lord tells us how he wants us to start this new year. He says, enter this new year with great zeal and courage. With perfect faith, believing in God's power, hidden in his little innocent victim souls. I began meditating that message and that one sentence kept popping up for me. And I, and I felt called to really ask the Lord, what does it mean for us to truly have courage? So the Lord helped me out and he explained to me what courage is. And this is what I will share with you now. These are the words from the Lord on January 9th, 2023. He said, courage, my little one, is the virtue of the single hearted. Courage can be lived for righteousness or evil. For Satan has courageous souls that fight for his cause. God's courageous souls come to love him above all. They come to know his goodness as they live consumed in me through the Holy Spirit. These souls have come to touch me. And to be touched by me. They live pure intimacy. In my crucified embrace. To live courageous lives daily. In your ordinary lives. Requires first. Growth in humility. The humility of knowing your misery. And trusting in my merciful love. The humility of a pure heart that is able to see my gaze of love in sorrows. This grace of the encounter of a soul with God perfects the soul with the inner strength needed to battle daily her ego with all its desires and attachments solely to desire me. This is living single-hearted, solely for love of me. I have taught you, through my simple path, to suffer all with me. Thus, teaching your inner gaze to remain on me and not on self. Perseverance in this daily practice brings forth the transformation of the heart 
with the supernatural grace souls will need to live as my witnesses, meaning martyrs, this is courage. Courage is the act of obedience to my will. Obedience is always lived through the yes that requires courage and moves through the many fears all humans have. I manifested my obedience to the Father as I moved through my fears with the courage of perfect love. Mary, too, lived her life on earth single-hearted. She lived to do the Father's will. Therefore, she lived perfect courage revealed in her fiat to the angel at the Annunciation. Her perfect fiat in her hidden, ordinary life. Her fiat during my passion. Her fiat at the cross when she courageously offered me to the Father as his perfect sacrifice of love for humanity. And finally, her fiat to remain on earth in her bitter solitude, solely for love of God and each of you. Her courage in her perfect obedience to God's will was my consolation and strength as I was to her. I have united you, meaning all of us, as my little mustard seed. So you will help one another live courageous lives in my holy will. Thank God for each other, because this great gift is needed during the time of persecution to help you remain faithful and not cave in to fear. Have courage. For God is with you. End of quote. So there is a lot there. And it's going to require each of us to take the time to ponder with Mary in the Holy Spirit these words and allow God to to teach each of us as we take the time to go deep into each and every word. Archbishop Fulton Sheen has a beautiful sentence that highlights true courage. He said, In religion and politics alike, leadership will return when a man will not be afraid to make enemies because he loves God above all things. Therefore, in this first teaching on courage, I would like to focus 
on what it means to be single-hearted. On the second teaching on courage, we will focus on obedience and fear. So let's begin with what it means to be single-hearted. Jesus is teaching us that courage is the virtue of the single-hearted. These are men and women who love God above all else in their lives, including spouses, children, careers, parents, etc. That is why the Lord says to us in this message from January 9th, God's courageous souls come to love him above all. The single-hearted come to live and strive daily to live the words of scripture. For example, from Mark chapter 12, verse 30, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. These words from the gospel, which is also in the gospel of Matthew and Luke, are also in the Old Testament. They're in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and chapter 10, 11, 13. This is what it means to be single-hearted. Being single-hearted means that our whole being finds its meaning in relationship with God, who is love. Being single-hearted means that we attend to all other relationships and obligations in light of that one central relationship with Christ. The sixth beatitude says, Blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. Matthew 5a. The Greek term, kateros, means to be without admixture or to be simply one thing, to be single-hearted. Jesus' words in the Gospels continuously challenge us to be single-hearted, placing God first in our lives. For example, in Matthew 6.24, he says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. In Mark chapter 6, verse 30 to 33, Jesus teaches us this way. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O men of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first 
his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things shall be yours as well. My community. We know these words from scripture. We remember them. But many times they're more in our intellect. And not in the depth consumed in the living our daily lives in our hearts. And the truth of the matter is that we desire to love God above all else. But in our humanity and brokenness, we place many things first before God. So courage requires intimacy with Christ crucified in which we come to know personally his goodness. The effect of Christianity is always to simplify, to make single. Sin always introduces complications. Adam and Eve in Genesis 3 sinned against God and then hid from him. Their relationship with God is no longer single-hearted, but becomes distant and complicated. And that is all of us. So the path into God, to union with God, into ourselves, is a path of becoming uncomplicated and, again, simple. Desiring solely the cross is simplicity of the single-hearted. For example, on March 1st, 2011, the Lord challenges us to desire something that goes against the desires of all humanity. To desire solely the cross. He said to us, It is through my crucified gaze that you will desire to be one with the victim of love, in which you will desire solely the cross, in which you will desire the salvation of all your brothers and sisters and forget yourself in which you will receive the power of the Holy Spirit to lay down your life as my sacrifice of love for the salvation of many. My community, those words goes to the heart of what it means to be single-hearted. How do we get there? Through the gift of the simple path to union with God. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 6, it says, And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring 
so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. Therefore, to become single-hearted, to become simple again, to come to perfect love in the fire of the divine love of the Most Holy Trinity, to desire solely the cross, we must allow God to circumcise our hearts. It's clear in Deuteronomy. Only through the circumcision of our hearts can we come to the simplicity of loving God above all else. The simple path makes us single-hearted, loving God above all, by bringing us face-to-face with our self-love. The simple path brings us to the self-knowledge that we love ourselves more than God. This is our misery, and this knowledge is the foundation of true humility. That's why, in the message from January 9th on courage, the Lord says to us, to live courageous lives daily in your ordinary lives requires first growth in humility, the humility of knowing your misery. And trusting in my merciful love. Notice in the teaching from our Lord. On January 18th, 2012. Concerning the five stones for battle. That courage is the. Fifth stone. Courage comes after. Humility. Purity simplicity, and trust. To become courageous men and women warriors, we need to undergo an intense training in all the virtues. This is the only way our missionaries of the cross will become God's true green berets. The training we all undergo as warriors of God is the perfection in the virtues. That message where the Lord taught us how to battle with the five stones. This is what he said. First, the stone of humility. Possessing the perfect knowledge of your nothingness and my power and majesty. Second, the stone of purity, purity of mind, heart, intention, word, desire. Third, simplicity, detached from all, most especially your ego. Fourth, trust, perfectly abandoned to my will. And finally, the fifth stone, courage. Courage rooted in the love of me to be perfectly obedient to my commands. The simple path into Christ crucified is the journey into the deepest recesses of our hearts to allow God to circumcise our hearts as we discover our wounds, 
brokenness, lies we have come to believe about ourselves and God, our disorders, and all the darkness and evil that is hidden underneath many layers of falsehood, so that we can love God above all else. The simple path forms us in the mystery of suffering revealed through Christ as the suffering Messiah, the man of sorrows in Isaiah 53. God helps us discover the truths about divine love, which are contained in the scripture, but remain hidden in the mystery of the cross and of suffering. St. Paul, in his letter to the Hebrews, chapter 2, verse 10, says, For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect, through suffering. Hebrews 5.8 St. Paul exhorts, Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. Through the simple path, Christ teaches us how to suffer all with him so that we can become one with him. He explains it to us again in this recent message from January 9th when he speaks to us of courage. He said, I have taught you through my simple path to suffer all with me, thus teaching your inner gaze to remain on me and not on self. Perseverance in this daily practice brings forth the transformation of the heart with the supernatural grace souls will need to live as my witnesses. This is courage. Therefore, we need to possess the courage to invest well the gold coin of great value that God has entrusted to his little mustard seed, the simple path to union with God. And the Lord asked us to have this courage on November 17th, 2021. After reading Luke chapter 19, verse 11 to 28, concerning the gold coins, you remember well, the story of how the master gave coins to different workers. And when he comes back to see how they invested this, the last one said he buried the one coin he got. And the master was very angry. The Lord said to us, my little one, you have been given the gold coin of the simple path to union with me. This is a very valuable coin because it contains the mystery of divine love found in and through the cross. 
You have invested this coin through your dedication to years of teaching and living my path. You have shown great courage in proclaiming my words. Therefore, my community, it is not enough for any of us to just receive the gold coin of the simple path and bury it by just saying, this is mine and this is how I'm going to live my life. But the Lord expects us to invest this coin. The Lord desires for us to have the courage to share it, to teach it, to proclaim it from the housetops. The most courageous act in our lives is that of opening our hearts wide to God to allow the sword of the Spirit to cut through our pride, arrogance, self-love, and self-will that make up our hardness of heart and have turned us into distorted and complicated men and women. This work takes great courage. The fruit of the few courageous souls that undergo it is transformation into God. It takes great courage to choose to love daily those most difficult to love and to always choose love, patience, and tenderness and never give in to anger and resentment. This is the courage of the daily martyrdom of heart. And I end this first teaching with these words from our Lord. The expansion of the tent of our hearts. He said, my daughter, the way of the cross is a lonely path because few walk this path. You." Love crucified are called to lead many on this path that leads to new life. The love of God will stretch your love beyond your physical capacities. The expansion of the tent of your hearts is a most painful process. You have to choose to love those most difficult to love. You must always choose love, patience, and tenderness. And never give in to anger and resentment. My children, climb the steps of my feet, my side, my heart, to reach the gaze of my crucified eyes. It is my gaze that will pierce your hearts and heal all pride, self-love, and vanity. It is my gaze that will awaken your hearts to love, love itself. It is through my crucified gaze that you will find the courage to continue in the path of life. It is through my crucified gaze that you will receive the revelations of the mystery of suffering, which is the mystery of love. My community. These words reveal 
the love of God expanding our hearts, emptying our hearts, stretching our hearts so that more and more we live the courage of the single-hearted where God truly is the love of our life. Amen. For more information on the path to union with God, please visit the Love Crucified Community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you.